Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Uptempo Podcast. I'm your host, Blake Lane. Hey, once again, we have another special guest that we are bringing on the show today. His name is Ty Gonzalez. He is a co-host of the Locked On Mariners podcast, and we are going to come on here and talk about the Seattle Mariners busting out the gate, hot start, first in the AL West, and we're going to break down this roster. Uh, What is it going to take for Seattle to hang on to this first place out in the AL West? We're going to talk about Ty France, J.P. Crawford, bringing guys over like Adam Frazier and Jesse Winker and and you, you, you add to guys like Mitch Hanniger and uh, you even got a guy like Jared Kalinick and, and you, your pitching staff with a, with a stud like Robbie Ray. I mean, the future is freaking bright in Seattle, man. Uh, they have put together a roster over there, and we are going to get Ty's thoughts. But first, like always, we give the thanks to Belly Up Sports. We appreciate them. They give us this platform for our podcast to be on their network. And every time we do an episode, we want to run their ad. And we appreciate them more than they know. So here you go. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Welcome back in, everybody, and today we are joined by a very special guest by the name of Ty Gonzalez. He is the co-host of the Locked On Mariners podcast, and we are very excited to have Ty with us today. And Ty, man, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, man. Thank you for having me. Uh, I'm always, you know, ready to have some fun talking about the Mariners. It's always a good time. Yeah, man. Uh, Ty, first thing I want to ask you, man, is how long have you been doing this for, for Locked On, and, and how long have you been a Mariners fan? 
Uh, I've been a Mariners fan since I was born. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that, man. I was basically indoctrinated to it, you know. Uh, but I've uh, hosted Lockdown Mariners since uh, August of last year. Uh, so I'm pretty, you know, pretty new to it. But I've been podcasting with my co-host, Colby Patna, for the last, I don't know, three, four years. Uh, we've been doing it for a while and Lockdown approached us uh, last summer. And uh, we, were, we were excited to take on the opportunity. Well, man, that's awesome. Uh, Ty, man, I'm down here in Mobile, Alabama, and uh, it's Braves country down here, like I tell all my guests, man. Uh, but but I started this thing up, and I wanted to, to reach out and cover cover the entire league, man, and get some get some hosts on here and, and talk about uh, each team, man. And, and uh, you know, busting into this thing, man, I, I first thing I want to ask you is, is what about this hot start for the Mariners jumping out? What are you guys, 11-6 and six and, and uh, first in the AL West, man? Could you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, it's been it's been great to see. I mean, the pitching has been great for the Mariners so far, uh, you know, for the most part. And uh, you know, they, they they just keep on heading right now. You know, mm-hmm. like you, you, you look at WRC plus, which is pretty much the most you know encompassing stat for uh, for hitting in, in baseball. And the Mariners lead in that category right now. Uh, they're they're absolutely killing it, and they're killing it right now with. You know, Jesse Winker, one of their biggest additions of the offseason, not really, uh, you know, he's, I mean, he's struggling. Like, let's yeah. not beat around the bush about it. He's struggling right now. Mitch Hanger's been on the COVID list for the last 11 days. Mm. He's been out. Uh, you know, he still hasn't been activated, and they just they, they just keep finding a way to, to keep on scoring runs. They're, they're scoring a ton of runs. They're, they have a, a, one of the best run differentials in all of baseball right now. They're, uh, they're off to a great start. Yeah, well, Ty, man, you know everything that happened last year and and the hot start, the the hot finish, I should say that that the Mariners got on, and and you know barely missing that playoff run, man. Uh, what it, what is the feeling around Seattle and and this fan base, man? Uh, with all this uh, with all this talent that they brought in, did they really feel like you know they're headed to the playoffs this year? Yeah, you know, heading into this year, and I, I've told our listeners this, but I, you know, I tweet about it all the time that. Um, it, it feels like, especially with the playoff expansion going to six teams per league, that mm-hmm. Mariners have a, a really good chance of, of ending their uh, their twenty year playoff drought this year. Um, you just go off of what what they were able to do last year, and yeah, they fell short of that. But mm-hmm. you know, quite frankly, they they weren't. It, it, we really didn't have expectations of them doing what they did last year, winning ninety games. That, that seemed like they were they kind of overachieved in a, yeah. in a way but uh, to be able to build upon that adding some of the guys that they did Adam Frazier, Jesse Winker Robbie Ray, being able to start the year with Julio Rodriguez one of the you know, most exciting, most electric kind of prospects in all of baseball mm-hmm. um, just, you know, everything that they did in this offseason just you know, kind of emphasized that hey we're ready to go we're ready to win you know, this rebuild. You know, when the rebuild started uh, started in the, uh, the off season of 2018, they, um, you know, they said, you know, Jerry Depoto, general manager of the Mariners, said, you know, this is going to be quick. Like, we don't look at this as like five to six year rebuild. We look at this as more like two to three year thing. Mm-hmm. And that's basically the timeline that they've been on. And um, they kind of uh, jump started that, you know, because obviously the pandemic happened and mm-hmm. they lost, you know, 100 plus games. Of, uh, of action, and they lost a, a you know a ton of minor league action as well mm-hmm. for, for some of their young guys. 
in 2020. Um, but they made up for that lost time and, and then some, quite frankly, in 2021 by doing what they did. And uh, they look like they're, they're right back on track here and maybe even a little ahead of time. And, um, you know, you're kind of seeing the effects of that right now. And uh, it's, been, it's been really fun to see. And you know, you're getting a lot of contributions out of some unexpected places. And, um, yeah, you know, I'm just kind of along for the ride, right? Yeah, man. I I I grew up uh, huge Ken Griffey, A Rod, you know Randy Johnson. Those years, man, Absolutely. and and, uh, and it's just so fun to to see these these young guys uh, for Seattle, man. And and they're putting together some pieces, and they're starting to win again. And I think it's great for the yep. league to see uh, Seattle, you know, uh, back competing, and and uh, it's it's really fun to watch, yep. man. One thing I want to ask you, Ty. Is who is the Mariners' biggest threat in the AL West? I know, I know the Angels with Shohei and Trout, but uh, you know who could it be over there? Yeah, I would still say it's the Astros. Okay. Right now. Uh, obviously, they're off to a slow start, but mm-hmm. still an incredibly talented team, even with the losses that they suffered. You know, Garrett Cole leaving for New York last mm-hmm. year, Carlos Correa going to Minnesota this year. Um, even with that, I mean, Jared, Jeremy Pena is off to a great start. They got Justin Verlander back. He's looked great. Uh, the Mariners got shut out by him recently. Uh, you know, the, the thing with the with the Angels is you know, that's such a talented team, mm-hmm. but um, it's kind of a wait and see situation, right? Because yeah. in the last six years, they still haven't finished above, uh, above 500, and they've you know they've uh, struggled with with injury woes and. Uh, they, they've proven that they're not great with pitching development uh, specifically. And, um, you know, so, uh, I mean, again, like they, they have all the talent in the world over there in Anaheim. But, uh, you know, I just got to – you got to wait and see if they can stay healthy and if they can actually, uh, you know, get some good pitching in there, you know, from both the rotation and, and the bullpen. So, right now I'd still say it's the Astros. Um, mm-hmm. I know that they haven't looked great so far. I know, uh, you know, uh, Altuve and Kyle Tucker, they, they've gotten off some slow starts. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex Bregman has looked great. Jordan Alvarez um, just just came off the IL. Uh, but that's still a really, you know, really talented team that, uh, you know, is very experienced. And I think they're going to be right there for the end. I, I still think they're probably a 90-plus win team. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's probably the biggest start to the Mariners right now. Man, yeah, heck of an answer, Ty. I was I was waiting on it. Uh, I know a lot of people are falling in love with what Trout's doing right now, and and the Angels and their yeah. hot start, man. But Ty, man, one thing I wanted to ask you was uh, how big of an addition was Robbie Ray to this pitching staff, man? Well, it's huge because you know the, the, the Mariners really have lacked um, basically since. 2014, because that's kind of when the, the decline happened for, for Felix Hernandez. Mm-hmm. Um, they really lacked a guy that can go toe-to-toe with anyone on any given night. And Robbie Ray gives you that. Right now, frankly, he hasn't, you know, been fantastic. Mm-hmm. He's struggled with his command quite a bit. The slider hasn't really been there. Uh, it's, it's been kind of a struggle for him, but he's still been able to, to battle. And, uh, he hasn't given up a ton of runs. He's still given the, the Mariners plenty of innings, and he hasn't really, you know, like I said, he hasn't really gone for the bump with his uh, with his best stuff just yet. Um, so that's really encouraging, you know, to have a guy like that who 
even when it's not working for him, he's still going to be able to, you know, work through it and give you five to seven innings uh, on any given night and be able to go toe-to-toe with someone. So um, that's been huge. That's been huge for the Mariners. They, uh, they absolutely needed that guy. To, you know, Marco Gonzalez, as much as, you know, we love him in Seattle, mm-hmm. and, and uh, you know, as much as he's been a, a, a captain in that clubhouse, He's not that guy, you know. He's the middle of the rotation guy. He's more yep. of a, a number three and number four instead of a you know a true number one. And Robbie Ray, you know, I wouldn't say that Robbie Ray is necessarily an ace, even coming off of his Cy Young year. Mm-hmm. But he's a really strong, you know, number two, and he's clearly the the best starter in that rotation. And uh, you know, the, some of the changes that he's made over the last year, pretty much, you know, getting back to, uh, to pre twenty 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 one. Uh, what he was able to do with his mechanics and to lower his walk rates and, and all that stuff, um, it just it, it, it helped him um, be able to just you know work efficiently mm-hmm. and uh, and be able to get through you know like I said five six seven innings uh, even without his best stuff and, and be able to give you you know a quality start where he's only given up one two three runs. Well, that's been huge. That's been huge for the Mariners. Yeah, man. Um... Ty, the one thing I was going to ask you too is, is is who are a couple guys in this bullpen that really need to step up, and uh, and and so the Mariners can can finish this thing off in the AOS and and get it done this year. Yeah, so I mean, this is one of the best bullpens in all of baseball right now. Yeah, quite frankly, um, you know, Paul Seawald was was just uh, on the uh, COVID list. He was activated today as mm-hmm. we're as we're speaking. Um, and that's huge because, um, you know, they had uh, Casey Sadler, who was a huge part of their bullpen last year, uh, unfortunately had um, had to have surgery, and now he's out for the year. They brought in Sergio Romo, and Romo, after a couple appearances, landed on the aisle with right shoulder inflammation. Mm. Uh, they signed Ken Giles last year coming off of Tommy John surgery, making on him to be a contributor this year. He had to start the year on the aisle as well with a, uh, with a right finger situation. Um, you know, so they, they've been hurt uh, this year. But uh, right now, you know, um, Diego Castillo, uh, who they, they traded for uh, near the uh, trade deadline last year, he's, uh, he's really stepped up. Drew Steckenrider has kind of regressed um, from, from last year to this year, but he's still been one of their high-leverage guys. Uh, the big name, though, right now is, is Andres Munoz, who they acquired in the uh, – the Austin Nola trade with the uh, the Padres mm. uh, near the trade deadline of uh, 2020, and uh, he was he was one of the four guys that they acquired along with Ty France and Taylor Trammell, um, and he's been uh, he's been massive for them. You know, he's topped out at, at 103 miles per hour on his fastball. He averages 100 miles per hour on his fastball. He's got a nasty slider that. Um, I'm sure you've seen on, on Pitching Ninja, if you follow Pitching Ninja, yeah. and uh, they're starting to use him in, in some pretty high-leverage situations. They're, they're taking things kind of conservative with him mm. right now uh, because he's also coming off the Tommy John surgery a couple of years ago. Uh, so he's not going back-to-back days right now. He's been a, a, a boon for them. And, and Eric Swanson, who they acquired in the, uh, the James Paxton trade with the Yankees back in the, the, uh, the winter of 2018, um, he came over in, uh, along with Justice Sheffield and Don Thompson Williams in that deal, and he's uh, he's been massive uh, so far. He's, he's made a few appearances uh, here and has yet to, to allow a run. Uh, that's been really huge for them, and they uh, they got a couple of other guys who are really interesting right now. Yoan Ramirez, uh, who just throws 
ton of gas, doesn't have a ton of uh, control. So he's kind of a more, uh, you know, an effectively wild type of guy. But he's been um, he's been used for them uh, at times, and uh, yeah, they, they got some really really intriguing arms uh, coming out of the bullpen. But right now, you know, getting Seawalt back has been uh, it, it's just it, it's huge for them because Seawalt has become kind of a captain in that clubhouse, and uh, he's. He's definitely their 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 biggest guy. He's their go to guy coming out of that pen, and he's been uh, just you know he's kind of he came he kind of came out of nowhere last year. He was mm. called up along with uh, Logan Gilbert and Jared Kelnick last year, and he was kind of overlooked because of that, right? Because you know Gilbert mm-hmm. and Kelnick were the uh, the two you know big names in that situation. But honestly, he was the biggest name that they got last year because he became a huge huge uh, factor out of that bullpen. And uh, help help lead them to you know one of the best uh, you know to, to make up one of the best bullpen in all of baseball last year, and uh, and he's you know kind of helped uh, continue that for them along with the FBO and Drew Steinbrenner and Andres Munoz. It's been the the, the the bullpen is the least of my worries. Okay. When it comes to the Mariners, quite frankly, they have a, they have a lot of guys. There, yeah. And they have a lot of options. But Jerry Depoto, being a former reliever, mm-hmm. uh, I I trust him in being able to identify more talent if he needs to, and being able to uh, reconstruct this bullpen if, if you know um, if, if they need to. Well, Tom, and that was one heck of a breakdown, man. Uh, I really enjoyed it right there uh, about that bullpen, man. Uh, but one thing, hey. Hush up. Uh, one thing I, I wanted to ask you, Ty, is, uh, man, I, I listened to Just Baseball and, and their little podcast, and the other day they were talking yeah. about uh, Jared uh, Kellenick and, and um, you know, they, they said something about, you know, he's only 22 and he's been off to the slow start and everything, and should not should it be time for Mariners fans to give up on him? And I was just kind of like, whoa, now, like, you know, I mean – He's 22, you know. I mean, uh, I know he's been off to a slow start, but you know, how are Mariners fans feeling about him out there? Um, you know, a lot of Mariners fans right now. You know, they uh, there's a lot of overreaction, yeah. right? You know, because this is the first time that the team is really you know showing signs of, of being able to compete mm-hmm. uh, for for a while now. And, you know, there's a lot of impatience with that. Uh, but with Kelnick, you know, he's helped them win some ball games this year. Mm-hmm. He was one of the main reasons that they were able to compete in September last year. Because, you know, quite frankly, going back to last September, uh, in the early parts of September, they uh, they had a big homestand against the uh, the Royals and the, and the Diamondbacks. And they, they won only two of six mm-hmm. in that homestand. And it, it just kind of seemed like all, all hope was lost at that point. But Kelnick was one of their better hitters by uh, by WRC plus standards uh, mm-hmm. in September, and uh, it was a massive reason that they were still in it towards the end there. Where you know even there was a, there was a point there uh, in the last series where they controlled their own destiny. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, they didn't get it done. But Kel- Kelnick was a huge driving force of that. And this year, you know, he got off to a slow start. He's still been messing with his mechanics at the plate. He's mm-hmm. changed his stance twice now over the last month. Um, and I, I just kind of feel like he's he's doing a little too much, mm-hmm. like, uh, quite frankly. Um, but he's gotten back to more of his approach to uh, you know that that he was using in September, and that's led to some better results too as of the last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's still 
striking out quite a bit, and that's a little concerning, but there's been uh, more consistency at the plate. He's taking better pitches. He's um, making better contact. He's, he's making more of an impact. Uh, and you know, with with Hanniger on the on the COVID list, mm-hmm. he's uh, he stepped in at right field, and honestly, that looks like his most comfortable position right now. He's looked great in right field. He made a play on uh, Sunday against the Royals where he gunned down Andrew Benintendi trying to go to third, mm-hmm. and that honestly saved the game for the Mariners. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and they ended up uh, walking that game off a couple of innings later and extras, and uh, and that was huge. And, uh, you know, he, he also helped the Mariners win a game on uh, on Friday. He had a, a, a big uh, two-run triple against the Royals at home uh, in that game. And, and so, he, you know, the, the contributions are kind of uh, a matter of here and there right mm-hmm. now. But it's not completely hopeless. He's not just a black hole in, mm-hmm. their, in their lineup right now. Uh, and, and that's massive, uh, I think, because... Coming off of, uh, you know, here's the thing that you need to think about with with, with Jared Helnick is yeah. that this guy, no matter the level that he's been at, he's always produced. Yeah. Whether it's the minor league, whether it's the Olympics, uh, you know, with the with the national team, um, you know, with the USA team or, or what have you, he's always succeeded. And then he finally came up to Major League Baseball last year and he struggled. That was the first time that he's ever struggled at any level of baseball yep. in his life. And so that does a lot of things for a guy from a mental standpoint. And, mm-hmm. you know, you've, you've seen at times that he, he's pressing. But this is still a guy that has all the talent in the world. He's, you know, beefed up quite a bit, so he's no longer a center fielder, but he's still a corner outfield guy with a ton of athleticism and a massive amount of power. Mm-hmm. The two home runs that he's hit thus far this year have both gone off of the, uh, the foul pole funny enough, but he's missed those balls. They're well over 110 miles per hour off the bat. The guy has just extraordinary talent at the plate, and uh, it seems like maybe he's finding some comfortability in, in the field as well. He's he's a he's a great talent. It's not time to give up on him. Uh, he still has less than a full season's worth of that bats. Let's, you know, let's dial it back here on, yeah. on Jerry Kelsey. Yeah, he, he, I think he's going to be fine. Yeah, man. I don't I, know if he's going to hit his feelings just yet, but I think he's going to be fine. Yeah, man, I agree uh, 100%. 22 years old and uh, just scratching the surface, Ty. Uh, man, Ty, I want to ask you, <laughs> I mean, an absolute uh, freak of nature, man. Uh, Ty France in the hot start. Uh, yeah. I mean, what <laughs> – how are how are the Mariners feeling about this guy? I mean, he is on fire. Yeah, this you know this guy uh, is high is someone that Jerry Depoto wanted for so long. Mm-hmm. He, he talked about how him and his uh, team of analysts would craft mock trades all the time to to try and get Ty France, and they finally got him in twenty twenty. And mm-hmm. he's just he's a pure hitter. Mm-hmm. Really, you know the the one knock on him was really just from a defensive. Where was he yeah. going to play? And he finally made his way over to first base after Evan White got hurt and struggled uh, at the plate and ultimately got sent down. And then finally, you know, he, he got hurt and uh, uh, was unable to finish the season last year. And France took over first base and made it his own. He's been great over there defensively. And then at the plate, 
I mean, this is a guy that probably hasn't tapped into uh, all of his power just yet, and mm-hmm. you're kind of seeing the start of that. I, I believe as of now, he's tied for the uh, major league lead in home runs. Um, he's up there in terms of hits and RBI, and mm-hmm. he's, you know he can do it all. Right? He's got over the wall power. He's got gap power. He's uh, got the ability to hit to the other to the opposite side of the field. Uh, and you've seen all of that this year, um, and it, it's just—it's incredible what he's able to do. Um, he, he's just—he's got—he's got everything in his tool bag, uh, and he makes it all work. And he—and he, he can do damage in a plethora of ways. So even uh, yesterday against the uh, the Tampa Bay Rays in their in their first game against the Rays, like mm-hmm. he didn't have a great time at the plate, but he was able to get a. Uh, he was able to get, you know, a single, and, and he was able to contribute with a tactical eye that helped them expand their lead to 8 nothing. And that's even the thing. If I give him what he's not on, he's still able to find ways to contribute because he's just a complete hitter. Uh, it, it's something else to watch because this is a guy that back in 2019, before he was traded, mm-hmm. hit 399 in AAA. Yeah. That's just unheard of. Even for AAA, <laughs> even for AAA, yeah. you know, AAA, you know, a lot of goes, a lot of guys go down there and hit mm-hmm. 300 plus, but they, you know, struggle. But almost 400, that's yeah. ridiculous. That's freaking. He's brought that over to, to the major leagues, and he's a guy that I think is, is going to be in the All Star conversation this year. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think maybe he's, uh, you know, he's going to regress a little bit here uh, over the coming months. But right now, uh, he's just—he—he's—he's he's giving you everything that you could possibly want at a uh, from a top of the lineup hitter, and uh, it's just been huge. Uh, the power from just the hit tool and, and everything—it's just—it's a complete package. It's so fun, and you can see why Jared Butler and his team absolutely wanted to have that mm-hmm. any cost. Yeah, Ty, man, um, absolute freaking nature. He, I mean, he's off to a blistering start, man. And one thing, one thing I want to ask you, Ty, is uh, I, I played a little middle infield when when I played ball, and and I love JP Crawford, man. And uh, and yeah. you know, and and you guys, you know, you shocked me. You you bring over a guy like Adam Frazier, man. Like, uh, I, what yeah. about this middle infield, man? Uh, I mean, the Mariners got it going on. Yeah, I mean, the um, the infield defense has been fantastic so far. Frazier hasn't necessarily lived up to his billing as a uh, perennial, you know, gold glove candidate. Mm-hmm. So far, he's had a couple errors, a couple misplays. Jacob Crawford's had a couple misplays as well. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, overall, I mean, you know, you feel pretty good when the ball's hit on the ground and it, and it's hit over to one of those guys. and. You know, I, I'd be remiss not to give a shout out to uh, to Eugenio Suarez, who they got in the Jesse Winker deal. He's been mm-hmm. better than I expected over at third base. Uh, he's given that the, the Mariners at least, you know, com- uh, comparable defense to to what Kyle Seager was giving them mm-hmm. uh, over the last couple of years. Because Seager kind of regressed a little bit defensively, uh, but he's been he's been great. He's made some big plays. Uh, Frazier has has been you know rock solid over there for the most part, and uh, you know Crawford <laughs> always has a, a knack for the uh, for the for the big play over there, and he's also been great at the plate as well right now. You know mm-hmm. he's, he's one of the best hitters in, in uh, the American League right now in terms of getting on base. So it's by France, and like I said, you know with France, like he 
you know, they, they finally found a spot for him. It kind of seemed like he was going to be a, a just a pure DH type, but they mm-hmm. put him over at first base, and he's been really, really good over there. And, uh, yeah, they're, they're, they have one of the better defensive infields in all of baseball. I wouldn't say it's the best, but it, it's mm-hmm. certainly above average, I would say. Well, Ty, man, hey, I love the breakdown of the Seattle Mariners, man. And, um, and you know, before I let you go, man, could I get you to drop a Twitter handle uh, so my followers and, and my listeners can uh, can find you uh, on Twitter? Yeah, so first of all, you know, I appreciate you having me on again. Yeah, man. Uh, it's a lot of fun, you know, I'll always, always have fun talking about the Mariners. And, uh, yeah, anyone listening can find me on Twitter at Dane Gonzalez, so D-A-N-E-G-N-B-L-Z. Uh, you can also follow the Lockdown Mariners podcast uh, on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. Uh, and you can uh, you can find the show wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, uh, Spotify, uh, you know, anywhere. Any, any, anywhere that you get your podcast on there. Uh, it's also on YouTube. Uh, just mm-hmm. Lockdown Mariners. You can search it up on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can also follow our, uh, our, our Patreon at uh, patreon.com forward slash control the zone. Okay. Uh, we uh, we also do two podcasts on there every week, and uh, and kind of get more in depth. We also talk about some non baseball talk. You know, we we have some fun on there. Uh, just kind of uh, you know talk and, and and shoot the crap on there. Yeah. Uh, but it's, uh, it's a good time, and you can follow us on on Twitter at, at Control the Zone on Twitter. Uh, it's always a good time over there. Yeah. Well, that's awesome, man. Ty, man. One thing I want to ask you. Um, like I said before, I let you get out of here, man. As I always ask my guests, if I could get you back on, maybe around the All Star break, a little after, um, we could recap the first half of the Mariner season and and look at the second half of the season, man. How do you feel about that? Yeah, for sure. Let's do it. Anytime you want me on, I'm, I'm, uh, like I said, I'm always uh, excited to talk about the Mariners. This uh, this team has been uh, pretty bad for the last twenty years, so <laughs> I'm reveling in the. Uh, Hell yeah, Ty, man. Hey, good luck to your Mariners, man. And, Ty, we'll talk soon, all right? Yeah, for sure, dude. Thank you. Appreciate having me on. Wow, everybody. Ty Gonzalez, Locked On Mariners. Hey, heck of a breakdown. Let you know about everybody uh, from J.P. Crawford, Adam Frazier, Ty France, Mitch Hanniger, Jerry Kalinick. Uh, Jesse Winker, Robbie Ray, the bullpen, the hot start they've been on, who's going to contest them uh, over in the AL West, and, and he believes it's the Astros. And, man, uh, Ty, with with his knowledge on the Mariners, man, it just absolutely incredible to get him on. And, and uh, guys, if you, haven't listened, if you haven't listened to Locked on Mariners, go check them out. Uh, it's really good stuff, and the Mariners uh, are just on a roll. They're hot. They're one of the hottest teams in baseball, one of the best teams in baseball right now. And uh, go go give him a listen. He dropped everything where you need to follow, and, and go check him out, man. Really good stuff. Ty, once again, we appreciate you coming on. Can't wait to get you back on. And to all my listeners, once again, I will catch you guys on the next one, and I'm out.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. 